You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and welcome to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. It's great to have you with us. Arlene is away today, but I do have two very special guests on the line. Deborah Carney from Team Loxley, who's a good friend of mine and a very uh, long-term outsourced program manager who's been around the industry for many, many years. And we've got Kelly Galise, Vice President of Marketing for Viator. And and we'll be talking today about how to select a high-converting affiliate program. Ladies, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Hi, thanks for having us. We uh, just in the little pre-chat uh, prior to getting started here, we're having a little chuckle about uh, a few things and a little bit of a serious discussion of uh, our our good city here of Vancouver, where we misbehaved a little bit last night. And I had a chance to uh, think about that a little bit today as I headed out to grab a coffee. And I think this is uh, we're going to talk about how to select a high converting affiliate program, but I'd also like to talk a little bit about. Uh, I think our online reputations and reputations in general and how quickly they can go sour. I know Vancouver for the last number of years has been really working to improve their reputation uh, worldwide. I know they spent uh, a great deal of effort in the lead up to the uh, Vancouver Olympics. I know the Olympics went off well. We were on the world stage and all of a sudden Vancouver was looking like a very nice place. And all of a sudden, one incident, one bad incident last night happens in the city and I guess what? We're back on the world stage again. But I think we uh, we kind of tarnished our, uh, our lovely city here. So as we talk about uh, how to select the high converting affiliate program, it does remind me of how important it is to really you know, to align ourselves with the companies that really do understand taking care of their reputation, taking care of their affiliates, proper compensation, of course, taking care of their customers. And, you know, it's a, it's a whole package. So it's a, it's a nice lead into talking about uh, 
about this topic. May, if I may, let me uh, start with Kelly. I know we've had a chance to meet up uh, a couple of times now, both at the uh, ShareSale Think Tank just recently in Chicago and again last year, and we've had a chance to uh, chat briefly in the hall, and it's great to have you on. If you wouldn't mind, give us a little overview, uh, if you could, of Viator and your role with Viator. Sure. So I'm the Vice President of Marketing for Viator, and we're a global company that was originally founded in Australia, where we still have a, a decent-sized office there with our engineering team and, and some other folks. Um, I'm based in San Francisco, and we also have offices in London and Las Vegas. And we're the largest online aggregator of tours and activities worldwide. So we sell all the really fun stuff that you do on vacation. Um, if you want to go skydiving in Las Vegas or take a tour of the Vatican after hours or visit Alcatraz in San Francisco, all that fun stuff. Um, is what we cover around the world. So we have about almost 9,000 products um, worldwide, and we have a pretty large footprint in terms of customers. Only about half of our customers are from the U.S., and then the half are from everywhere else in the world, with a lot of them in the U.K., Australia, Europe, um, other areas like that. But um, it's kind of a very global place to work. We think very globally about our customers and our products. And, of course, travel is such a, a global endeavor, um, whether you're just going to Vancouver or somewhere else in the world. So that's what we're all about. Deborah, I know uh, you and I had a chance to chat last night a little bit, and you'd mentioned something to me that uh, the two of you, you'd been working with uh, Viator now for four years, uh, or approaching four years as an OPM, and that in the industry, that's unheard of. And when I heard that, that's, uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've called an affiliate manager or an OPM, and they'll say something to me like, oh, great, I'm just getting started, maybe you can fill me in a little bit. And they really have no idea of the program <laughs> or what they're even doing, so... Uh, you know, those types of affiliate programs are usually politely declined and move on. But you, of course, have been in the industry for many, many years as an OPM. Uh, if, if you would also explain uh, your, your role, what you do, and uh, your relationship with, uh, with uh, uh, Viator. Okay. Um, it's actually been a, a really great relationship. They are like the dream client. So, like, when I started with Viator at the end of 2006, they were over at the CJ platform, and we weren't really happy with the quality of affiliates that we had. The program had been managed by a variety of people throughout the years, and some things were kind of all you know, scrambled up. So when Kelly um, hired us as uh, their affiliate management firm, we looked at things and Viator was very, uh, they, they wanted to do what was best for the affiliates, very affiliate friendly. And they were also very, um, just, just everything, everything. I needed, they provided, and Kelly and I kind of, we have a great relationship where, you know, if she, she likes to approve the affiliates, we're on manual approval, which means that we go and look at every website that applies, and Kelly likes to do that part because that's part of her brand management, you know, she goes and looks at the, uh, at the affiliates that are going to apply, and then once they're approved, I take over and do all the rest of the communication. And affiliates feel very comfortable coming to me with questions. I feel comfortable going to Kelly with questions and requests, and it's a very good working relationship. And like you said, 
it's something in the world of affiliate marketing, everything is so transient, the industry is so new that, you know, being the same manager for the same program for so long, you know, we're coming upon that with a couple of other clients of ours now where we've been managing them for over a year. And uh, there are so many programs that fail that Viator is a very good example of one that does things right. Tell us, uh, maybe Deborah, what should an affiliate really look for, or how do they identify a high-converting affiliate program? Well, and that takes a lot of, um, there's a lot of different things you need to look for. I don't like looking at EPC. I like looking at overall conversion rate instead. I like looking at, I think affiliates should look at who's running a program, um, ask them how long they've been there, find out how long the company has been in existence, you know, there's a lot of companies that start up and think, I'm going to have an affiliate program and we're going to be so successful just because of the affiliates and they don't have an overall um, internet marketing um, plan. So with Viator, she has an, you know, Kelly has an overall global marketing plan that affiliate marketing fits into. It isn't that their entire company is based on whether their affiliate program works or not. So affiliate Affiliates tend, you know, they need to look at longevity of the company, ownership of the company, um, who's managing the program. If it's being managed in-house, is it a dedicated person or is it the same person that's doing their search or, you know, is it their webmaster or someone else that may have a conflict between uh, managing the program? The, the really important reason that you should have a separate affiliate manager is because the affiliate manager is the liaison between the affiliate and the corporation. So even in small companies, if the guy running the affiliate program is doing other things at the company, he's not going to always look out for the affiliate. So in our case, you know, I mean, we have very strict rules and affiliates should look for uh, manual approval for one thing, because that means that your competitors aren't, you know, garbage websites. And affiliates should look for an affiliate program that has a good detailed terms of service. I think also if I could just chime in with some other stuff, I think looking at um, how fresh creative is in programs, how often people update yes. their deal feeds or their data feeds or how quickly affiliates are approved or communicated with. And that's something I think you, you can ask a lot of providers about or, or certainly you could ask us directly as a company and we would tell you what our sort of service levels to affiliates are and we're really transparent about that. Um, as Deborah said, you know, we manually approve everyone but every person um, is responded to either being approved or with a follow-up question before we approve them on the day that they apply like pretty much within 24 hours is our sort of SLA on that for people. Um, and we stuck to that, I think, all four years. I don't think we've ever yep. really, even when I go on vacation, somebody will take over, you know, Deborah will do it while I'm away. Um, mm -hmm. Or, I mean, it just is something we feel really strongly about that we need to be actively engaged in the program. And people who are, who are updating their data feeds and making sure the deals are current, have higher conversion rates because they don't have a lot of outdated um, creative out there they're for affiliates and the fresher things are and the more up to date and the fact that outdated things are taken down like you don't have things up there with old logos or irrelevant deals all of that contributes to a much stronger program performance in the end 
You mentioned uh, manual approval, and I know many affiliates often wonder why they they may be declined for a program. I know early on I was beginning to wonder because I'd be declined from time to time, and it, you know it kind of put me back in my chair a little bit. And, and I, I I've heard some of the reasons why, but after the break, if we could, let's dig into talking a little bit about uh, high conversion rates and also why you decline and what an affiliate can do to make sure that uh, they do get have a great chance of being approved. Let's talk about that. Rate after the break more affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors looking for a white label seo and social platform for your clients think ebrands free and unlimited seo audit reports ebrands premium facebook apps and welcome page creators ebrands twitter management app analytics and mobile site generators ebrands let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. The Cyber Law and Business Report, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. I'm here with Kelly Galise, Vice President of Marketing for Viator, and Deborah Carney, Outsource Program Manager uh, at TeamLoxley.com. And we're talking about how to select a high-converting affiliate program. Now, before the break, we were just starting to talk a little bit about why an affiliate or why you would go through the process of manually uh, approving affiliates. Maybe take for, let's take it right back to maybe somebody who's brand new. They're coming along to join your affiliate program. What, what what's the causal effect of, of being declined or being accepted? How does that work? Let's let's throw that to Kelly. Sure. So um, the first thing I look for, and I guess I'll just talk about the process of me approving an affiliate because that'll really clarify. I think a lot of the questions you have, James. Um, the first thing I look for is I look at the person's website, right? So if you apply to my program and you have no website, right there, 
Like, I'm just going to email you and be like, where's the website? Um, our terms and conditions don't allow for direct-to-merchant PPC, so pretty much everybody's got to have a website. Um, so we, up front, I'll look at the website if there is one then. Um, and if there's a website, then I look for, you know, what's the content on the site? Can I see how Viator would fit into this person's site, whether it's a site about, you know, wine? Oh, they could promote our wine tours. It's a site about um, pet-friendly travel. Okay, they write about travel. Great. And I just sort of try to see if there's an obvious fit. If it's a site about, let's say, computers, they don't really see how Viator as a travel company fits well into that site. So I'll probably need them to ask, hey, you know, how do you plan to promote Viator? And can you let us know? And then we're happy to preview if that makes sense. Um, and then we wait a week whenever we email someone for a response before we take action. Um, and usually if we don't hear back, then we will not decline them outright from the program, but I'll just delete them from my pending applications. And they're welcome to apply again in the future um, if, if they can address our questions at that point. Um, so... After, you know, if the site seems obviously like a good travel fit, I look to see if they have a privacy policy. We also require, per our terms, everyone have a privacy policy. Often, sites look great. They just don't have a privacy policy. So I email people and say, hey, can you add one? And people are generally more than happy to do that, add one, and then we approve them to the program. Um, often, I get perfect applications where they have a great site and a privacy policy, and done. You're approved. Um, I don't even email people any questions or anything. Um, that's the most ideal scenario. So that's kind of what I look for. Often applications that I end up declining are people apply who are direct-to-merchant PPC, and that's clearly in our terms not something that we're going to work with, so we decline them um, there. Uh, I've also declined affiliates who just seem really sketchy, um, people who maybe have you know, downloads that we think um, are shady, um, often these are issues where we would also be reporting it to the network, which usually Deb does, um, mm -hmm. to let them know that there's something odd going on with these people that may not be above board. Um, so usually those are the issues for outright declining people. Um, we also will decline people who apply multiple times to our program but don't communicate with us. So as I said, how I'll write an email if I say, well, I don't understand how we would work with your site, can you clarify? And nobody writes back for seven days and I delete their application. Sometimes we have people who reapply again and again sort of like automatically um, and they don't communicate with us. Well, we want affiliates that we communicate with. So if that continues to persistently happen, we'll permanently decline someone. But there is a difference. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we all spoke at once. There Go is ahead, a difference. At ShareASell Network, there's a difference between decline and delete. So like when affiliate application comes in, we can either, um, as Kelly said, we email them and we wait. If we delete them, they can reapply. If we decline them, they're not allowed to reapply to our program. So we generally do a decline, like Kelly said, if it's something that, you know, really isn't a good fit. We know they're a PPC, you know, direct-to-merchant bidder. And or they're a trademark bidder or, you know, we happen to know that they that they just are not a good fit for our program. And I, I would say in all of this, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Like I, in the whole time, I think Deb and I have run this pr programs together on CJ and on ShareSale. We've probably removed from our program maybe four affiliates. I mean, five yeah. maybe. Deb. Yeah, I mean, like, in, so in four years, we've removed maybe one affiliate a year from our program for something that um, was a violation of our terms. And usually it's something like PPC bidding, um, where someone's decided to start doing that. And, you know, we ended up having to kick them out because they wouldn't stop. So 
generally speaking, because we have such a high standard to get into the program, we have very little worries about having to police people's behavior afterwards or watch our affiliates for um, sketchy behavior once they're in the program. And I, I really think in the end, we save a lot of time and headache because of that. And if you do get declined, if you get declined by, you know, for the affiliates out there, if you did get declined by any merchant and you feel that you are still a good fit, don't get mad. Just send an email and say, well, I thought this was going to be a good fit for us, and here's why. And then we'll look at you again. So there are people that we have initially declined that have, you know, explained something or showed us another side of their business, and then we've let them back in. And in general, to your point, James, about picking a good affiliate program, one of the first things, I know some affiliates that no matter what, the first thing they do is send an email to the affiliate manager address at the company and see if they get a response. Because then you'll know the program is actively managed as opposed to being put up on a network and just being on auto, you know, it's just running on autopilot. That's a very good point because this is a relationship between the affiliate and the uh, and the affiliate manager of the company. And in both cases, we're, especially when we're just getting to know each other, I think everybody's testing the waters to see who's who and uh, who's responsive. And I do it. If I, I send an email off to an affiliate manager or a company or make a call and I can't get a hold of anybody or they're not returning my call, they don't answer my emails – I move on because, you know, the writing's on the wall. And, and, and I, from what I'm hearing from the two of you, it's exactly the same in reverse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. If we, don't, if we don't hear from an affiliate when we've asked them for information, and actually there have been a couple affiliates that we have removed from the program because they were doing something they weren't supposed to, like they didn't remove expired deals or they had deals on their site that they shouldn't have. If you don't respond to me, we're going to just assume that you're not interested and we're going to, you know, decline you, remove you from the program. And, you know, if you email us six months later, <laughs> you know, if you can't give us a good reason why, you know, the information outdated is still there, you know, we'll reconsider putting you back in as long as you're going to be responsive again. But if the affiliate is not responsive, we aren't going to, you know, we need to have that two-way communication. Let's talk about that after the break. Let's dig into, uh, Deborah, a little bit more about what you do and uh, how you communicate and work with the affiliates. Let's talk about that right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level the language of course we're talking about managing facebook ads on aquizio oh buy track manage optimize and report on media across all major ad networks visit aquizio.com to get a demo today aquizio search social display one platform myseotool.com is your all-in-one seo management resource MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. 
Try My SEO Tool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. I'm here with Kelly Gleese, Vice President of Marketing for Viator, and Deborah Carney from Team Loxley, and we're talking about how to select a high-converting affiliate program. So far, we've talked uh, about the overall conversion rate, having a good look at that, who's running the program, longevity of the program, is the, uh, is the affiliate program managed in-house, is there a dedicated person taking care of the affiliate program, how fresh is the creative, how often is the data feed and uh, and how often is a data feed updated? Let's let's talk now, Deborah, about what you do because I know you work first uh, front line with affiliates. You're on the phone with them. You're on Skype with them. You're back and forth in email from them. I know you've seen it all. But, uh, <laughs> tell us, tell us if you could what what exactly you do as an OPN on a daily basis uh, with affiliates. Okay, so like in Kelly's case, she will send me once a month an email saying that, you know, the data feed has been refreshed at ShareASale. So then it's my job to go out and notify the affiliates about that. And my communication job of communicating with affiliates has a multi-pronged approach. I will, you know, put out a newsletter which, unfortunately, we know a lot of affiliates don't read the newsletters. You should read your newsletters. There's good information in there. Um, <laughs> so I'll send out a newsletter, but I also have a forum at the Affiliate Summit Networking Forum. Uh, Viator has a sub-forum under Share a Sale, and we will post it in there. And then I will also make sure that certain data feed affiliates know that it's been updated, and Kelly gives me a changes file that I can send out to these folks so that they don't have to take down and reload the whole data feed, they can actually go through and just pull out the things that have um, been dropped and add the new things. And we don't have a, a whole lot of that. It's, what, about 5% a month, Kelly? Yeah, it's not too much. Um, right. So it's, it's not a less than 5% probably. We have about, um, I mean, as I, as I said, we have about 9,000 products, and I think I probably send you 30 changes a month or something like that. So, right. It's pretty and then if a, if, a, if a tour happens to get dropped that we know an affiliate is running a lot of, you know, Kelly will let me know and I'll let them know immediately. So most of my day is spent in answering emails, uh, making sure I'm e emailing with people. I'm out there on uh, Facebook and Twitter and the Affiliate Summit um, networking forum. And I'm out there on Skype, you know, and, and basically my job is to communicate to people 
um, what they need, make sure everybody has what they need, make sure they know the creators have been updated. Recently, Viator changed their logo. So I had to, you know, we had to go through and there were a few people that didn't catch the change because they self-host some of the images and, you know, we contacted them to go change them. I gave them the link to the media page so that they could easily find a logo that fit their site. And, um, you know, when Kelly sends out the email saying, hey, you need a privacy policy, they'll email, I get the email back that says, you know, what's a privacy policy? Why do I need a privacy policy? And then I have an email that I send to them and I walk them through the process. And, you know, I mean, basically I'm the communicator. You know, I'm the link between the company and the affiliates. If affiliates wanted certain size graphic, they know they can come to me. I'll get it done. Might not be immediate, but it'll be soon. And that's, you know, pretty much how I spend my day. And, you know, going to conferences and making sure that Viator and our other clients are all well represented at, at different co conferences. When I talk to an affiliate at a conference, I can say, you know, okay, I like your website. These are things that I run that are a good fit. And here's some things that some other OPMs that I trust run that would be a good fit for your website. So in addition to managing my own programs, I'm kind of an ambassador. Um, and I'm always, I'm always educating people. As you know, James, you've been on our um, affiliate ABCs podcasts and Merchant ABCs podcasts multiple times. Yes, absolutely. Great shows. Kelly, if we could... Uh, of course, the affiliates are always looking for profitable programs. They're always looking for for fun programs. I know I'm always looking for programs that are, are that are enjoyable. And I'm a big fan of travel. Arlene and I have done all kinds of travel, always traveling. And uh, we've we've I, I can see that our kids have actually picked up the habit, and I think it is a good habit to get into with our our son Justin, just returning from a week in Disneyland today. He'll be back sometime later today. Uh, and travel. I know there's a lot of affiliates that are interested in travel. We've got Students of our training, uh, Carrie and Jonathan.com, these two have been out traveling the world, excellent affiliates, and they've been on their, their world tour now for about, I think they're around 25 months out. Last wow. time I chatted with them last wow. week, they've, they've been in India for, for a couple of months. I mean, these two have been everywhere, and by the looks of things, they're just getting warmed up. So, But travel is an all-encompassing thing, and you know, of course... A lot of people like to do it, and we're also looking for new programs. If you would, first off, let's talk about your conversion rate because we kicked off the show with that, how to select the high-converting affiliate program, which you have, and then let's talk about uh, how your travel works. But let's start off with the, the conversion rate. Sure. Um, generally, the program converts overall at about a 4.5% conversion rate. Um, it varies a little bit by month. Obviously, during our high season of summer, we it's a bit higher, um, and then it's a bit lower in sort of the low season of the year around December as people switch a lot to, to retail. Um, and obviously, some of our affiliates that are focused on multiple channels and not just specialty travel affiliates obviously are very busy with retail in December, and we, we understand that. So um, it is a little bit lower at that time of year. Um, but generally speaking, we're in that 4.5% range, which is, I, I think, pretty good performing program. Um, very generally. Really, although, yeah, you don't hear a lot of stats about people's programs, so it's a bit hard to tell, but we rank pretty well in share of sales, so I think we must be doing something right there. From my experience, that's an excellent, excellent uh, conversion rate. And I also know, Deborah, you were mentioning a, a deals feed of some sort? 
Right. And before I talk about the deals feed, um, I want to reiterate what Kelly just mentioned about the share sale um, top 100. Share sale ranks the top 100 um, affiliate programs by a secret sauce that CEO Brian won't share with us. Mm-hmm. But we have been all the way up to number number two. And we are consistently in the top 10 and probably in um, July and August will probably be back up around that number three or four spot. But it takes a a well-run high converting program to get that high in the share sale 100. So that's another thing that affiliates can take a look at within the share sale network. Other networks have different ranking systems, but... um, you know, in the share sale network, you can look and see if they're in the top 100 or if they're at the top of their category. So, and then um, we specifically have, share sale has what's called the deals database, deals and coupons. And we don't run coupons because it's just, there's such a narrow margin in the travel industry that it's much more effective to run specific time-limited deals. So aside from our regular product data feed, we have this deals database that Kelly uploads um, new deals once a week, and they all have start and end dates, which is something that affiliates love and new affiliates should look for when they see deals posted. Because what happens with those is you get the people that are ready to buy, and then they see, oh, my God, this is inexpensive. And that deal speed converts at about 20 to 25%. Magic. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Let's talk about the actual tours and the, uh, the activities that are available on Viator's site and, and how an affiliate could actually market them. Maybe I could put that over to uh, Kelly, talk about the types sure. of trips and travel. Sure. Um, I think that Viator is a really good complement to people who are running programs, maybe with Expedia or Travelocity or different kind of um, large, we call them OTAs, but online travel agency type sites, um, because they don't really offer tours and activities. And they, they don't, those that do have them don't commission them. So um, I think we're a really nice complement to people who are searching for airfare or hotels. And you're also going to be looking for things to do in that destination. And that's, that's obviously our area of specialty. And we have the largest selection of that, and we have them all available um, to be commissioned. So that makes it really convenient, I think, for affiliates who have maybe a really great travel planning site to sort of slot us into that step of the planning process. We also cover about 750 destinations around the world. So maybe you have a specialty site that's about Istanbul or Cairo or um, Melbourne or Perth. I mean, we, we literally like any big city that someone would travel to, we probably have product in it that you could showcase on your site. So I think we do a nice job in that, um, area as well, covering really popular travel destinations and even some that aren't that popular, but just, um, could be really great for certain kinds of niche travel. The other area, I think, we have a lot of successful affiliates in are in kind of complementary, uh, I would call them sort of complementary areas. And I don't know, maybe Debbie will have another name for them, but sites about like wedding planning. Um, a lot of people are excited about also giving people gifts for their honeymoon. And we actually commission gift certificates at Viator. So if you want to tell people, hey, you should buy um, gift certificates for these people, or if you're planning your honeymoon, here's a great place to get 
um, ideas about things to do. Like we slot kind of well into that. And because of the variety of products we have, there's sort of people who have a great blog about wine. Well, we sell a lot of wine tours around the world. People who are really into helicopters, we sell helicopter tours around the world. So you can see how we have these kind of nice complements to different special topic areas. Um, and I think we have a fair bit of successful affiliates who just sort of plug away at promoting us as it makes sense with their particular area of expertise. And they'll, you know, they'll generate a decent amount of sales from doing that, especially if they're showcasing deals or particular products. Deb, did you have more to add to that? Normally, I tell people when affiliates ask me um, how to best promote Viator, I tell them to pick a destination-based site or a topic-based site, like Kelly said, you know, cooking sites or wine sites, and then take the deals first and then put the regular product data feed underneath that. So that And Kelly and I have done a couple of podcasts. Um, if you go to affiliateabcs.com and look for merchant spotlights, you'll see that um, there are... A couple of, one of them is specifically about Viator, and the other one is about travel in general and the types of creatives and the types of sites that travel will fit on. So, James, like you said, I, I'm always trying to educate people on how to uh, best take advantage of what clients we have. Absolutely. I can see we're, we're just about out of time. Let's, uh, let me get you to share your contact information. Let's start with, uh, with Kelly. How does someone go about joining the Viator affiliate program? Sure. Um, if you're on ShareASale, you can just apply for our program right there on ShareASale. Or um, if you're on the Viator site in our footer, we have a link that says work with Viator, and you can um, apply for our, our affiliate program there. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, I can be reached at Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at Viator.com. Uh, and I'm certainly always happy to direct people to any of our programs as well. Deborah, how about yourself? How do people get in touch with you? Um, also, to add on to Kelly how to join our program, we actually made a short link, which is teamloxley.com slash Viator join. So that way you don't have to even try to dig for us through ShareASale. It'll take you right to our sign-up page. And also, you can find me at forum.affiliatesummit.com and at teamloxley.com um, and, of course, Affiliate ABCs. So <laughs> you can find me just about anywhere. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much. I can see we are out of time. New episodes of the Affiliate Buzz can be heard every Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Pacific. You can find the archives to our previous shows on webmasterradio.fm and on James Martell and, of course, on iTunes. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at twitter.com forward slash James Martell. And you can learn more about our trainings at www.affiliatemarketersbootcamp.com. Ladies, thank you so much. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.